Hey guys, welcome to the Cedar Grove Church Podcast. We are so excited to have you once again. We hope you are enjoying this Run to Win series. Today, Pastor Monty is going to share a sermon titled, A Winning Combination, all about hearing and doing the Word of God. Be blessed. Greetings, saints of God. This is Pastor Monty Lester, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church located right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And I want to thank God for our online church family for joining us once again on another Cyber Sunday as we come into the Cyber Sanctuary to have an encounter with Christ. So I want you to uh, center yourselves and get ready to have an experience and encounter with God. God has something significant that he wants to say and share to you on this Sunday. And I just want you to prepare your heart and mind to receive. Uh, speaking of receiving, I want to say that the fast is over. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, our 21-day fast. Uh, we always start every new year uh, fasting and praying, seeking the face of God, not just the hand of God, but seeking the face of God, the voice of God, the direction of God. Hallelujah. And, and for 2021, our 21-day fast is over. It started in January 3rd and it ended, yes, Lord, January 23rd. And we're grateful to God. Uh, grateful to God. Uh, for all the truths that he shared, uh, the intimate time of fellowship where we're able to just focus in on him. Uh, I thank God for what he has shared. I tell you what, I got sermons and uh, sermon series. Hallelujah. I got the word for the year. Hallelujah. And I'm excited about what God has in store for the believer in 2021. Hallelujah. So I, ho- I hope and pray uh, that he honors your sacrifice. I know he will. Your sacrifice as well and that you've enjoyed your time of fasting and praying. Hallelujah. So again, we just welcome you today. Uh, I want you to do this uh, online church fam. I want you to stay connected to the Cedar Grove Church. We have so much that God has in store for us today as well as throughout the year. And uh, we want you to stay connected. Our Church Center app. Yes, you can download the Church Center app and look up Cedar Grove Church. Yes, and it just has all of our information. It's the best way uh, to stay informed of everything that's going on in the church. Yes, Lord, our our technology team works day and night to make sure uh, content is there so that we can all be on one accord. So while we're uh, socially distant, we don't have to be spiritually distant. Yeah, let's stay connected, not only on the Church Center app, but also our social media. Yes, Cedar Grove is on Facebook. Yes, Instagram, Twitter. We're on YouTube. Guess what? Cedar Grove Church has a, a podcast as well. So God is good. And I just want to encourage you to get involved in some electronic evangelism today. Like, tag, share, uh, tell somebody, tell all your Christian friends and even your Christian enemies. Yes, Cedar Grove is on. Yes. And we're getting ready to go into the word of God. So we thank you once again for joining us today. And we just pray that the spirit of the Lord ministers to you and meets you in your place of need. Hallelujah. And I want to let you know that we're going to continue in our run to run to win sermon series yes that's our january sermon series our january sermon series run to win and i'm just grateful to god for all that he has shared in that series and uh, looking forward to uh continuing to share with you what god has shared with me as we make 2021 a phenomenal year that we win yes lord that we win uh that we win uh in 2021 anybody ready for a word Hallelujah. Are you ready for a word? Well, let's go deeper today. I want to call your attention to the gospel according to St. Matthew, uh, the seventh chapter, verses 21 through 29. Matthew chapter seven, 
verses 21 through 29. And while you're finding that, I want to pause just for a minute to let us look at our Run to Win uh, video that introduces the sermon series. So Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 29, let us go to the video that we can set up this sermon series. My mind on uh, on winning, hallelujah, we thank God for that. Speaking of winning, uh, before we even go any further, I want to say congratulations to uh, President Joe Biden and uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, yes Lord, uh, for winning uh, the election and being installed and the inauguration, regardless of who you voted for, yes Lord, whether your candidate won or didn't win, hallelujah, I believe it's just time for us to come together as a nation, yes Lord, uh, to come together as a nation, to produce the healing that God desires for us in the earth. Yes, Lord, I believe that today. I believe that 2021 will be a year of healing, a year of winning. So we say congratulations to them. As a matter of fact, I even wore my French shirt. Yes, Kamala Harris, as you know, is an AKA. Hallelujah. And uh, my sister and all of her sorority sisters. Yes, Lord, I know you're super excited. And uh, not only the, her, but all of the Divine Nine, we're super excited. And uh, once again, we say congratulations to all of those that won. Uh, whether we voted for him or whether we didn't, we congratulate you. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 7, uh, verses 21 through 29. That's our focus and our foundation for the word of God today. Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 29. And I'm just going to lift up one verse in your hearing today. Uh, one verse in your hearing uh, of Matthew chapter 7. I want to call your attention to verse number 24. Verse number 24 will be our focus and foundation for what the Lord will say to us today. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24, verse 24, excuse me. And when you have it, please shout, I got it. Hallelujah. You sound great, saints of God. Yes, Lord. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, the word of God says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them, yes, I would liken him to a wise man which built his house upon a rock. I'm going to say that again. Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken them into a wise man which built his house upon the rock. Uh, today, the Lord and I want to minister from that 24th verse there. The Lord and I want to minister from a subject, a winning combination. Yes. As we go through this Run to Win series, uh, we want to talk about a winning combination. Let us pray. Uh, precious Lord, we praise you. Lord, once again, we thank you for this day. 
this is the day that you have made and Lord as always we're rejoicing we've made the choice to rejoice and to be glad in it we thank you oh God for this privilege of having another encounter with you we thank you for our 21 days of fasting and prayer we thank you for uh, the sacred secrets that you have shared hallelujah the divine direction that you have downloaded unto us and Lord we just thank you for another Sunday morning where we're able to come and to worship uh, even using technology today and Lord I pray that you would use this word that this word would go forth not only today but throughout eternity that your people may be strengthened and encouraged your people may be edified your people may be equipped to carry out your will for them individually and collectively in the earth I'm gonna say thank you uh, speak now as only you can it's in the marvelous matchless and mighty name of Jesus we do pray somebody loves him shout amen 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 a winning combination hallelujah it's in first Corinthians where the Apostle Paul gives us uh, the foundation and the focus of this sermon series yes Lord where Paul talks about those that run uh, in a race only one wins yes Lord and he tells us in first Corinthians 9 and 24 that we should run in such a way that we may obtain the prize yes Lord and the prize that Paul is talking about is the eternal award reward from heaven yes Lord the eternal reward from heaven yes Lord so that was uh, message number one in this run to win series and then in message number two just want to refresh your memory it's been a while yes Lord want to talk we talked about uh, this other thing that helps equip us to run to win in 2021 we talk about the power of prayer Yes, the secret weapon that God shares and gives to every saint, every believer. Yes, Lord, the power of prayer. And we talk specifically about the power of persistent prayer. I don't know about you, but every prayer I prayed didn't get answered uh, the way I desired it to the first time I prayed. And, but does anybody know there's power in persistent prayer? Yes, that we can continue to call upon the name of the Lord and he will hear and he will answer in his own time. Yes, Lord, he has a way of turning things upside down and turning things around in your favor. Yes, Lord. And today, as we continue in this um, uh, Run to Win sermon series, I want to talk about a winning combination. Yes, a winning combination. And the combination I want to talk about today is the combination of hearing and doing the Word of God. Yes, the combination of hearing, check this out, and doing the Word of God. Can I work my case today? Hallelujah. Um, I want to talk about the Word of God. Does anybody know that hearing the Word of God is important? Yes, Lord, hearing the word of God is important. As a matter of fact, some of you have heard the expression about the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, the Bible, which stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. How God is willing to share with anyone who would embrace it. Yes, Lord, sacred secrets that would give us instructions to help us win in life. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, uh, it's important to hear the word of God. As a matter of fact, if you, uh, uh, which, if you knew somebody who was a stockbroker, that uh, would give you advice on the perfect stocks to purchase, the right timing of the purchase, and the right time to sell to, to maximize profits. Uh, would you listen to that individual? Would you listen to them? Yes, Lord. Uh, would you listen to their words? Yes, Lord. If you knew a good doctor that could correctly diagnose and treat all of your ailments, would you listen to that doctor? Yes, Lord. If you knew uh, a, a weatherman, hallelujah, that came on a specific channel, 
Yes, uh, that could, would uh, always, uh, that was wise enough to always give you the right forecast. Uh, would that be the channel that you would rely on, that you would refer to, to get your weather? Well, I want to let you know today that uh, as you would listen to their advice, I want to let you know today that God is not just a weather man. Yes, uh, he is the man that controls the weather. As a matter of fact, the God that we serve, he's all-knowing, he's all-powerful. Not only can he predict the weather, but he controls it. Yes, Lord, he lets it rain on the just as well as the unjust. He's the one that turns the season. Yes, Lord. And as a consequence of that, I believe it's important. I believe it's imperative to listen to the word of God, the wisdom that's found in the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving earth. Because again, God in his infinite wisdom and perfect knowledge of all situation, all situations, he's willing to lovingly share with anyone that will seek his face and listen to his voice. Hallelujah. And does he, do you know that God still speaks today? Hallelujah. Somebody shout, God still speaks. Yes, God still speaks today. As a matter of fact, he speaks to us in multiple ways. I won't go down the entire list today. Yes, but the best way to understand his character and his nature uh, is his word. Yes, Lord, is his word. As a matter of fact, I want to let you know there's power in the word of God. Somebody shout power. Yes, there's power in the word of God. And as we go through this run to win series, I want to let you know that God wants you to run with purpose. Yes, uh, there's power in the word of God. And what he does is he shares with you the power of his word uh, so that you can run with purpose. Hallelujah. There's power in the word of God. And I want to lift up three things as it relates to the power of the word of God. Number one, the word of God would change you from the inside out. Yes, the power of the word of God. The word of God has uh, would change you from the inside out. Can I work my case? My Bible tells me in Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 21, yes, where Solomon says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Uh, here it is, verse 22, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Yes, Lord. Does anybody know that there's power in the word? The word has the power to change you from the inside out. Not only that, there's power, there's power in the word to not only to change you from the inside out, the power in the word to change anything that needs to be changed. As a matter of fact, it's in Genesis chapter one, uh, verses one through three, where we look at the creation where God was speaking. Yes, Lord. And, and everything changed because of his speaking. Yes, Lord. Does anybody know that God's word has the power to change things? And, and I just believe somebody needs some things changed in 2021. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And God's word has power. Yes. Uh, the power of the word of God. Number one, the word of God would change you from the inside out. Number two, uh, the word of God will bring clarity to you bring clarity to you. I don't know about you, but there are times that, I, uh, especially in 2020, yes, Lord, where we had more questions than answers. Does anybody know the word of God will bring clarity to you? Paul told Timothy this in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. He says that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, yes, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Yes, Lord. Do you understand that the word of God will bring clarity to you in times when you have more questions than answers? Yes, Lord, the word of God will bring clarity to you. As a matter of fact, Psalms 119 and 9 said it's this way, that his word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Do you understand that the word of God, yes, it brings clarity to you? So not only does the word of God change you from the inside out, uh, number two, to it. The word of God brings clarity to you. But number three, uh, as we talk about the power of hearing the word, the word of God, yes, God's word will make you strong, 
keep you strong and help you get strong again when you become weak. Let me say that again. Yes, Lord. Number three, God's word will make you strong. God's word will keep you strong and it will help you get strong again when you become weak. Uh, does anybody know the word of God will make you strong? Yes. David put it this way in Psalms 40 verses two and three. It says, uh, he brought me up out of a horrible pit and out of the miry clay. And he set my feet, yeah, upon a rock and established my steps. He's put a new song, yeah, somebody needs a new song, yeah, in my mouth. Uh, Praise to our God, many shall see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. God's word has the power to make you strong. Not only does it have the word to make you strong, but the word of God has the power to keep you strong. Solomon put it this way in Proverbs 3, verse 8, it would be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Yes, Lord. It, it'll keep you strong. Yes, Lord. And when you, when you, something about the word, something about the word, yes, uh, uh, it'll be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. So not only will it make you strong, not only will it keep you strong, but, but even when you get weak, yes, Lord, it'll get you strong again. Paul said it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, yes, Lord, when he was talking about the agony that he was going through in the thorn of his flesh. Yes, somebody knows pain is not prejudice. It comes to each and every one of us, yes, Lord. But Paul was talking about this thing uh, and how he had been strong so long, but then he had a moment of weakness. But the word of God will make you strong again. As a matter of fact, Paul testified in verse number nine. He said, Jesus said unto him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength, there it is, is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will boast in my affirmative for the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasures in infirmities, reproaches, in needs, persecutions, and in distresses for Christ's sake. Here it is. For when I am weak, yeah, then I am strong. Does anybody know that the word of God will make you strong, it'll keep you strong, and it'll help you get stronger again, even when you come weak? Somebody knows there's power in the word of God. Yes, Lord, the word of God will change you from the inside out. Number two, the word of God will bring you clarity. Yes, Lord. When you have more questions than answers. Yes, Lord. And then number three, the word of God will keep you strong, will make you strong, keep you strong and uh, get you strong again, even when you become weak. Well, I want to let you know that the word of God is important today. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know this, that in 2021, we have many words, ways of of hearing and receiving the word of God. Uh, the word of God is important. Yes, Lord. And in 2021, we live in a time like no other. We have multiple ways of receiving, uh, hearing the word of God. As a matter of fact, even in the pandemic, yes, Lord, we can turn on the TV and hear the word of God on a daily basis. Yes, Lord. Uh, famous uh, uh, televangelist uh, still even now in 2021, even during the pandemic, every day we can turn on the TV and hear the word of God. Not only that, uh, even on Facebook, uh, those of us that have not been on uh, a big TV set on a national stage, we can Go out to Facebook, yes, and hear your favorite preachers from all over the country. Y'all can do like me. You can church hop and church shop. Yes, Lord. You can hear your favorite preachers in Alabama. Yes, Lord. In New York, California. Yes, Lord. You can just go on Facebook. Hallelujah. And some people that you have never known before this season, you can see their faces on Facebook. Not only that, on YouTube. Yes. Uh, gospel legends throughout the ages. Martin Luther King Jr. and so many others. Yes. Uh, we can hear the word of God in so many ways in 2021. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, even in our private time, uh, times of fasting and praying and reading the word. We can hear the word of God. And somebody knows that hearing the word of God is important. But I want to let you know this today, that hearing is only part of the equation. 
Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Hearing is only part of the equation. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, what makes it a winning combination is not only hearing it, yes, Lord, but uh, but doing, yes. Uh, doing is essential uh, for a winning combination. Yes, Lord. Somebody shout, I will do it. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Let me say that again. Hearing is only a part of the equation. Uh, doing is essential for it to be a winning combination. Uh, because somebody knows, somebody knows this, that, that uh, some things work best when combined together. Has anybody noticed that before, that some things work best when combined together? They may be strong individually, they may have some impact individually, but some things work best when they're combined together. Can I work my case today? Uh, some things work best when combined together. Uh, as a matter of fact, as a lifelong Laker fan, we understand that things are better to when LeBron and Anthony Davis come together. Yes, Lord. Some things work best when combined together. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, not only LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yes, Lord. Somebody knows that some things work best when they're combined together. Cereal and milk. Hallelujah, yes. Uh, cereal may be fine by itself and milk is okay by itself, but it's better when you have those together, cereal and milk. Uh, uh, some things work best when combined together. What about pancakes and syrup? Yeah, some things work better when combined together. Yes, Lord. What about a shower and deodorant? Lord have mercy, yeah. Uh, some things, yes, work best when combined together. And that's what the text is talking about today. Yes, Lord, uh, that some things work best when combined together. And here in Matthew chapter 7, yes, Lord, Jesus is talking about this powerful winning combination of how when you hear the word of God and do the word of God, yes, Lord, it works best when those two are combined together. Amen. And that brings me to my text today, because here we are in Matthew uh, uh, chapter 7, which is really uh, the end of what we know as the Sermon on the Mount. Yes, the end of the Sermon on the Mount. Many of you have seen and talked about the Sermon on the Mount. As a matter of fact, it begins in Matthew chapter 5, and then it goes through Matthew chapter 7. Yes, Lord, uh, Matthew chapter 5, and it ends in Matthew chapter 7. And the main idea of today's text, yes, Lord, this winning combination is hearing by faith and joyfully doing the Word of God. And here, and as Jesus brings this famous sermon together, as he comes to a close uh, of preaching a sermon that has gone for three chapters, yes, Lord, Matthew 5, Matthew 6, and Matthew 7. Uh, Jesus preached for three chapters. Hallelujah. So none of you need to complain whenever a sermon goes long. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. In Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Jesus preached. Hallelujah. And when you think about it, when you think about Jesus preaching, oh my God, that gets me excited right there. Jesus preaching. Uh, can you imagine the world's greatest preacher? Yes, uh, and we've, had, we've seen some great preachers, but the world's greatest preacher, and now he's closing the world's greatest sermon. Yes, Lord, the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, 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 my, my imagination just runs a little bit. How did he close this famous sermon? Uh, Jesus, yes, Lord, the, the world's greatest preacher, closing the world's most famous sermon. How did he close it? Amen. What did he do? Uh, 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 did he tune up? Like Baptist, yes, Lord. Uh, uh, did he tell his organist to, to put him in B-flat? You know how some folks do. Amen. I'm not knocking it. Hallelujah. If you got to go with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, how did he close this, this famous sermon? Yes, Lord. Did he hoop like some people do in Baptist? Amen. Some of y'all don't know nothing about that. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Did he walk the pews? Lord have mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. What did Jesus do? 
to close out this famous sermon? Well, well, I don't know what he did, hallelujah, or how he did it, but but one thing I do know is that uh, I do know what he said, hallelujah. And what he does, he, he closes by bringing home the importance of his final point of hearing and doing the word of God. Yes, Lord, Jesus, in this famous sermon, he brings home the importance of uh, of hearing and doing uh, the word of God. Because in Matthew, uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, he talked about some important things. Yes, Lord, he, he talked about it, but he wanted to close it by saying, you know what, now that you've heard all of these principles uh, uh, from this great preacher, uh, now it's time for the hearers to accept the challenge, uh, accept the responsibility of doing it. Somebody say it's important to do it. Yes, Lord, it's important to do it. Hallelujah. Let me just go back. Yes, Lord. They, they had heard these principles that Jesus had taught. Yes, Lord. Uh, they had heard, yes, uh, in Matthew 5 through 7. Yes, Lord. These uh, He had heard uh, uh, how Jesus preached uh, uh, to be cautious of their judgments of others. Yes, Lord. He preached that, not only cautious of judgments, but he also preached being conscious conscious of your own faults. Yes, Lord. Being aware of your own faults. Yes, Lord. He also preached about the confidence in prayer. Yes, being confident in prayer. Yes, Lord. He also preached about encouragements to fast. Yes. He, he also preached about being uh, weary and aware of false teachers and false prophets. Yes, Lord. He, he talked about uh, in this sermon right here, hypocritical professions. Yes. And then he concludes with building all hopes upon the firm rock uh, faith in the word of God and in Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord, that's how he closes it. After he talked about all those other things, he closes it there. And just like any good preacher, yes, Lord, he paints a picture. He pulls out his paintbrush and he begins to paint a picture. Yes, Lord, a picture. Yes, Lord, the closing section of the Sermon on the Mount. Yes, Lord. Yeah, and Jesus goes on. He provides three illustrations. Catch this um, as he's painting his picture as an invitation to commitment. Yes, Lord. Three illustrations that are presented in this invitation as he closes out the Sermon on the Mount. Number one, he talks about two gates or two ways. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 14. He talks about that. Yes, Lord, he paints these pictures. Uh, the second picture he paints is two trees or fruit. Hallelujah. Matthew 7, uh, verses 15 through 23. Yes, Lord, he talks about that. And then the third thing is he talks about, as he concludes, two builders or two foundations here in Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. And that's where I want to drop my anchor today. Hallelujah. As, as Jesus has, has presented these pictures, two gates, yes, Lord, uh, uh, two ways, a wide road and a narrow road, uh, two trees, a bad tree and a, and a good tree known by their fruits. Yes, Lord, he concludes this sermon. Uh, I don't know if he raised his voice. Hallelujah. I don't know how he closed it, but he talked about it in his conclusion, two builders and two foundations as it relates to how to make a winning combination. Yes, Lord. Somebody knows Jesus can preach. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And what Jesus does is he he, uh, he tells us that he tells his audience uh, um, uh, actions uh, to do or not to do and, and to follow or not to follow. Yes, Lord. One response leads to life and the other to death. One produces good fruit, and the other produces bad fruit. Yes, Lord. The Sermon on the Mount ends by Jesus telling a parable, uh, which we'll talk about, uh, attest to, speaks to uh, the reliability of his teaching. Hallelujah. Can we go deeper today? Because in Matthew chapter 7, uh, as we talk about hearing and doing this, this uh, um, uh, winning combination, he talks about the importance of hearing Yes, and doing the word of God. 
Hallelujah. And what makes this a winning combination? Well, I'm glad you asked today. Hallelujah. Because there are three things I'm going to say real quickly and then I'm out of your way. Hallelujah. What makes this a winning combination as Jesus is talking here in Matthew chapter 7, uh, verses 24 through 27? He says, uh, what makes it a winning combination? Number one, uh, uh, hearing and doing builds a firm foundation for living. When you hear the word of God and do the word of God, it builds a firm foundation for living. Let me work my case. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 7, verse number 24, he says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken him to a wise man that built his house upon the rock. Hallelujah. Uh, the number one thing that it does as it relates to hearing and doing the word, hallelujah, it builds a firm foundation for living. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. As he's talking about... Uh, uh, what he's taught here in Matthew chapter 5 through 7. Yes, Lord. He's telling them, you know what, it's good to hear the word of God, uh, but it's better when you do it as well, because it builds a firm foundation for living. As a matter of fact, he lets us know that hearing and understanding his teaching is not sufficient enough. Let me say that again. Just hearing and understanding the teachings of Christ is not sufficient. Hallelujah. In order for us to be a disciple, it requires action. Somebody shout action. Yes, it requires action. Yes, not only do we need to hear it, but we also need to do it. As a matter of fact, James put it this way in James chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. He talks about the importance of hearing and doing the word. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. He talks about it. Yes, Lord. He tells us about being a double-minded man. Uh, those, he tells us it's important to have faith and works. Yes, Lord. To hear and to do it. Uh, because if you hear it and then don't do it, or if you hear it and don't believe it, it's like a double-minded man who's unstable in all this ways. And check this, uh, talking about stability. He said, this man should not expect to receive anything. Lord, have mercy from God. Yes, Lord. Uh, so number one, it builds a firm foundation for living. Yes, Lord. And then number two, not only does it build a firm foundation for living, but number two, it provides stability when life happens. Yes. Uh, uh, when you hear the word of God and do the word of God, it provides stability when life happens. Yes, Lord. I'm in verses 25 and 27 because he talks about that. Yes, Lord. Uh, 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 it provides stability when life happens. Because in verse 25, it talks about life happening. Does anybody know life happens? It says it right here in verse 25. And the rain descended. And the floods came. And the winds blew. And beat, Lord have mercy, upon that house. Uh, but the good news is it fell not. Why? Because they had a firm foundation. It was founded upon a rock. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And then he compares and contrasts to another man. Yes, Lord. Jesus called him a wise man and a foolish man. Uh, somebody who hears the word but does not do the word. He says he didn't build on the rock, but he, he built on the sand. And he goes on to say, and the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house. Yes, the house of the foolish man. And he said, and it fell, and great, ooh, Lord have mercy, was the fall of it. Does anybody know that uh, when life happens, uh, uh, you need to have something stable that you're building your life on? And what God is saying here, that don't be like uh, the foolish man. That's what Jesus called him. Yes, Lord. He said, a wise man builds on the rock, but the foolish man builds on the sand. Hallelujah. And when life happened, when, when rain came, uh, uh, when the wind came and and, and, and the floods came and beat up on the house. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, two builders, 
two totally different results. Yes, Lord. One stood and one failed because the, uh, the people in his audience, they understood what he was talking about. Yes, they understood that life happens. Somebody shout life happens. Yes. Uh, during that time, the rivers um, uh, refers to flash floods uh, and, and that dry climate there in Palestine. Yeah, they understood that the ground uh, often could not absorb large amounts of rainwater. Hallelujah. And as a consequence, it resulted in, in rapid flooding and, and, and that could produce violent rivers. Uh, it would produce storms. Somebody shout storms. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, and I just believe that many of us are acquainted with storms. Amen. I thought I'd have about 12 more likes right there. Yes, Lord, because many of us uh, are familiar with storms. As a matter of fact, anybody that has gone through 2021, yes, Lord, you are thoroughly familiar with storms. Amen. As a matter of fact, we're familiar with physical storms. Um, we witnessed in 2020, yes, Lord, the, the pandemic and, uh, and the death and the disease uh, and how uh, the storm uh, attacked us physically. Not only physical storms, but also financial storms. Yes, uh, there was a flash flood that came that, that took many from prosperity to poverty. Yes. Uh, people that had good jobs found themselves in food lines uh, uh, from the pandemic. Yes, Lord, 2021 had storms. Somebody shout storms. Yes, not only physical, financial, but also natural. Uh, even nature testified about the storms in 2020. Uh, uh, hurricanes uh, uh, that came through. As a matter of fact, they had so many hurricanes, they had to start using the Greek alphabet to, to name the hurricanes. Uh, hurricanes, not only hurricanes, but also fires. Yes, Lord, uh, raging fires. Somebody say storms, yes, uh, physical, financial, natural. We even experienced political storms in 2020, yes. Uh, a nation that's divided along political lines, yes. Uh, storms, uh, storms, yes, Lord, political storms. Not only that, but relational storms. Uh, because of our political affiliations, many people had families that split. Yes, Lord, people that would unfriend and unfollow, uh, people that we've known for years. Yes, uh, 2020 created some relational storms. And, and not only that, but it, it uh, na uh, not only did it create physical, financial, natural, political, relational, but it also created some fear. Some spiritual storms. Somebody say spiritual storms. Uh, the body of Christ itself, yes, Lord, uh, found itself fighting uh, 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 amongst themselves. Yes, Lord, uh, the people of God, the believers in God, yes, because of one reason or another, usually political, yes, Lord, found ourselves fighting. Does anybody know that 2020 had some storms? And I just want to let you know today that even in 2021, mm, uh, life will still happen. Uh, in 2021, yes, Lord, the forecast still calls for storms. Amen. That, that every storm that we've experienced did not happen in 2020. That still in 2021, uh, we will still have some storms. And I want to let you know today, I, I, I want to ask you something. Can I challenge you? Amen. Because as a body of Christ, uh, what God is telling us today that we need to build on the word of God. Amen. I'm going to say that again. We need to build on the word of God because it provides stability when life happens, when the storms of life happen. It brings stability. Amen. And as the body of Christ, I, uh, I, I'm wondering today, uh, because as I look at the storms that we went through, I'm wondering if we're so busy being Republicans and Democrats that we forgot to be Christians. 
preach Monty Lester. Oh, you're doing it today. <laughs> Let me say that again. I'm wondering today, as we, uh, as we look at stability, hallelujah, and the storms that we've gone through, uh, that we're so busy being Republicans and Democrats, yes, Lord, uh, that we forgot to be Christians. Because believe it or not, I don't believe either party has a 100% correct. Yes, I said it. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, can well, I just call a spade a spade and let's play cards today. Yes, Lord. I'm going there. Yes, Lord. I don't believe either party has it 100% correct. Hallelujah. And, 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 I, and I've seen how, uh, 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 how uh, we can expect some differences from Fox News. We should expect some differences from CNN. We should expect some differences from MSNBC, ABC, CBS, wherever we get our news from from hallelujah but as the body of Christ what about the church yes Lord uh, uh, uh what are we using to provide stability in when uh, life happens when we are faced with the storm yes Lord hallelujah because I believe today that if we're hearing from the same God uh, if we're reading the same word uh, 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 if, if we're uh, uh, seeing the same facts uh, why is it that we come up with two different conclusions often amen let me say that again yes Lord if we're hearing this from the same God reading the same word yes Lord and seeing the same facts why do we often end up with two different conclusions? Yes, Lord, I told you, yes, Lord, we're going to call a spade a spade, and we're playing cards today, yes, Lord. Because uh, I just believe, yes, Lord, I, I don't know what CNN's going to do. I don't know what Fox News is going to do, but, but I believe the time has come for the body of Christ, yes, Lord, that when storms of life are happening, that we should understand that the word of God provides stability when life happens. Yes, Lord, that we should be able to stand on the word of God uh, and the word of God would tell us if it's right. Or if it's wrong, yes, Lord, if it's right when my group do it, it should be right when your group does it. Yes, Lord, if it's wrong when your group does it, then it should be wrong when my group does it. Yes, Lord, and we should stand on the word of God, hallelujah, in every situation. And don't make me go down the list today, hallelujah, because I can do it, hallelujah. But, but the word of God gives us stability when life happens. And, and I just believe today, if we ever want to see healing in the nation, if we want to see healing around the low globe from this pandemic and the issues that we're facing today in this country. I believe that 2 Chronicles 714 gives us a map of what we need to do. Yes, my Bible tells me that if my people, there it is, who are called by my name, I don't know about CNN, I don't know about Fox News, but, but if my people, yes, the body of Christ who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then, yeah, there it is, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Yes, Lord. Uh, we were he we said he promised that he would heal the land. Yes, Lord. But in order for that healing to take place, we must hear what he's saying there and do it. Yes, Lord. We must turn. Yes, Lord. We must repent. Yes, Lord. And then we will hear and that's when he will heal the land. I believe that in order for us uh, to see the B clause, uh, uh, the healing of the land, that we, first of all, we must do the A clause. Yes, Lord. Uh, so that we can see the promise that he's promised us in the B clause that we will heal the land. Yes, Lord. And I just believe that the only part of the word of God that you believe is the part that you do. <laughs> Preach Monty Lester. Oh, you're doing it today. Yes, Lord. Uh, I believe with all of my heart, the only part of the word of God that you believe is the part that you do. Because believe, check this out, because some people read the word. 
Uh, some people hear the word. Uh, some people study the word. As a matter of fact, some people even highlight the word. Yes, Lord, your whole Bible is drawn up. Yes, Lord, you got uh, pages highlighted. Hallelujah. And all that good stuff. Yes, Lord. We read, we hear, we study, we highlight, we memorize, we quote, we even post scriptures. Uh, but uh, but I want to let you know that that's all good. But what's most important is what you do. Hallelujah. What's most important is what you do. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Because some people do all of that. They read the word. They hear the word. They study the word, but they don't do nothing in the book. Hallelujah. Uh, but do you know that it's, uh, in order for it to be a winning combination, we need to hear it as well as do it. Uh, we need to hear it as well as do it. As a matter of fact, uh, it's just like driving a car. Yes, Lord. When you're hearing it and do it, that's when you pull it out of neutral. And you put it in drive. Yes, Lord. That's when things begin to happen. Does anybody know that things happen when you hear as well as do the word of God? Hallelujah. Because believe it or not, some people have gone through 2020, 2020 and you've had some storms. Yes, Lord. Uh, but in the midst of it, yes, Lord, uh, the reason why you're still here is because you did hear it and did the word of God. Yes. It brought stability to you even in the middle of the storm. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, you believed it enough to do it. Hallelujah. And if that's not your testimony in 2020, hallelujah, I want to challenge you to make that your testimony in 2021. Hallelujah. Can somebody just shout, I will do it. Hallelujah. I got enough faith in the word of God, not just to hear it, not just to highlight and draw in my Bible, but I got enough faith not only to do all that, not just to hear it, but also to do it. And that's why some of you are in the position that you're in today. Hallelujah. As you review the past blessings of your life, as you look back on the rearview mirror of your life and where God has the road that God has brought you down. Yes, Lord. You understand the reason why you're in the position that you're in today is because you did it. Yes, Lord. You had enough faith in the word of God. Yes, Lord. Whether it was cutting or healing, whether it was uh, 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 flattering to your flesh or unflattering. Yes, Lord. You did it. And as a consequence, that's why you have the peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes, Lord. Because you prayed for your enemies and forgave uh, the folks who you know don't like you. Yes, Lord. And the people that did you wrong. That's why you have your peace. Somebody shout, I did it. Yes, Lord. Not only peace, that's why you have the protection that you have. Yes, Lord. Even in the midst of the famine. Yes, Lord. Because you uh, pleaded the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. You took your communion. Hallelujah. You spread the blood on your doorpost. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And as a consequence, you didn't get the coronavirus. Hallelujah. And for those that did get the coronavirus, guess what? Because you did it. Guess what? Uh, the coronavirus did not get you. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And even those that did catch it and those that have tried the realities of another world. Yes, we got salvation today. Yes, Lord. And we're able to go from this land to over there where we receive our reward. Yes, Lord, we did it today. Somebody shout, I did it. Yes, Lord, but not only protection, not only provision, uh, but I want to just speak personally today. Amen. When I look at my beautiful wife, hallelujah, and when I look at the children that God has done us, yes, Lord, given unto us, I believe the reason why we're experiencing what we're experiencing even to this day, hallelujah, is because I took Romans 12 uh, seriously where it says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may present your body, yes, as a living sacrifice. Yes, Lord, when I began to honor God with my body, guess what? Everything else turned around. Yes, Lord, my time, my talent, and my treasure. Guess what? Not only did we hear it, but we also did it. Just somebody shout, I, I did it. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, I'm a doer, yes, of the word of God. Yes, Lord, a doer of the word of God. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but that's shouting news today. <laughs> Amen. Uh, that excites me today. Yes, Lord, that when we hear and do the word of God. Amen. That it provides stability when life happens. Yes, Lord. Uh, and you've already experienced that. Yes, you experienced his protection, his provision, 
his prosperity. Hallelujah. And even personally, yes, Lord, you experienced some things that God has given unto you because you chose to do the word. Hallelujah. So as I get ready to take my seat today, hallelujah, and I'm going to close this last point. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm going to raise my voice <laughs> or I don't know if I'm going to whisper it. Uh, I don't know how Jesus closed this parable. Hallelujah. But I, I just want to do it as the spirit leads. Uh, uh, I want to let you know that there's a winning combination that comes when you hear and do the word of God. Number one, it builds a firm foundation for living. Verse 24, it builds a firm foundation for living. Yes, Lord, build on the rock, which is the word of God. Number two, it provides stability when life happens. Believe it or not, it's, it's still going to rain. Rain, wind, flood. Same rain, same wind, some flood, same flood, but different result. Yes, Lord, it provides stability when life happens. And finally, my third point, hallelujah, God evaluates our response to his word when determining our temporal and eternal destination. I need to say that again. Number three, God evaluates our response to his word when determining our temporal and eternal destination. Hallelujah. I'm ministering this now. Because in verses 21 and 23, uh, in verse number 27, he says, and Verse 27, it begins here, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Uh, our temporal, temporary, uh, earthly destination. It talked about because this man who Jesus calls a fool, that's some strong words from Jesus. He said, because this man right here, he built on the sand. He, he heard the word. Hallelujah. He posted the word. Uh, uh, he quoted the word. Yes, Lord. But he didn't do the word. Jesus called him a fool. And when the rain came, when life happened for him, great was the fall of it. And what I want you to know, my brothers and my sisters, that what God is saying today, that God evaluates our response to his word when determining not only our temporal uh, situation, but our eternal destination. His house on this side of eternity failed, but I want to let you know today that even your eternal house, your eternal destination, uh, God re evaluates our response to his word when determining our eternal destination. Here it is in verses 21 through 23, because that's how this whole sermon he brings to a conclusion talk, talks about. He's referring to that day of judgment. Uh, that's the focus of Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Uh, he talks about some very striking facts. He talks about the eternal implications. He said, great was the fall of it. In verse number 21, he says, uh, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Here it is. But he that doeth, there it is, the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Verse 22, for many will say, oh, Lord, in that day, Lord, Lord. Have we not prophesied in your name? And in thy name, uh, did we cast out devils? And in thy name, didn't we do many wonderful works? And here's the scariest verse in the Bible, in my opinion. Yes, Lord. Verse 23, and I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart, Jesus, Lord, from me, uh, ye that work iniquity. Hallelujah. Uh, it talks about the fact that Christ, uh, people who went to church, people who even preach, it says many, many people who were uh, head of uh, uh, profession, 
Uh, but what Jesus calls it is a false profession. Yes, Lord. God uses that. Yes, Lord. The third point, and, and I'm through again. Uh, God uses, uh, God evaluates our response to his word when determining our temporal and eternal destination. Many will say, uh, I did all of this in your name. But Jesus is saying, you know what? Depart from me. Jesus, Lord, you who work iniquity. And this is the main point of Jesus' sermon. He's saying, be aware of mere hypocritical lip devotion, which signifies nothing either here or hereafter. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Jesus is saying in this sermon, beware, beware of mere hypocritical, that's what Jesus called them, lip devotion, which signifies nothing either here or hereafter. And I want to let you know that my closing point is the same as Jesus is in this parable. Yes, Lord, because he talks about it here and I'm through. He talks about two roads. He talks about a wide and a, a narrow road. He talked about two trees. Uh, he talked about a good tree and a bad tree, uh, bearing good fruit and bad fruit. And then he talks about two builders, a wise builder and a foolish builder. Because what the point he's making is that there are only two destinations, and that's either heaven or hell. Verse 19 says, you know what? Cut it down and throw into the fire. Lord have mercy. He talks about that. He says, you know what? He's talking about an eternal fire, two destinations. And what God is doing is he's evaluating the quality of our profession. Yes, Lord, by how we act, not only here, but how we do is it just lip service? Is it just a hypocrite that Jesus speaks of in Matthew chapter 6 in the Sermon on the Mount? Yes, Lord. Talks about people who got an outward show. Know all the things to say. It looks good in public, but privately, our hearts are still far from you. Uh, as Jesus said, as the word says that they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Hallelujah. Two roads, two trees, two builders, and two destinations. Hallelujah. But the winning combination, uh, the winning combination that impacts not only you temporarily, but also eternally, is whether we hear and do. And I don't know about you, but my, my encouragement, or what the Word has encouraged me to do today, uh, that regardless of what I did in 2020, regardless of what we've done in years beyond, in 2021, in order for us to run to win, it's time for each and every one of us, yes, Lord, that regardless of our political affiliation, regardless of any other title that we have, uh, that we make the profession with ourselves that I'm going to do it. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, somebody just shot, I'm going to do it. Yes, Lord. I've heard the word. I've heard enough word to, to save me throughout eternity. But guess what? Not only do I want to be a hearer of the word, I want to be a doer of the word. And when I do it, yes, Lord, let the rain come. Hallelujah. Let the winds blow. Uh, let, the, let the floods come. But my soul has been anchored in the Lord. And as a consequence of that, hallelujah, I built my house on the rock. And regardless of what comes, the God I serve, he'll give me peace. He'll give me protection. He'll give me provision. He'll give me some things that money can't even buy. Hallelujah. He'll give me his presence. Hallelujah. Because we made the decision. Not only are we going to hear the word, but I'm going to do it. Hallelujah. So the word of God for the people of God and the people of God did say, amen. Amen. God bless you. May he ever 
forever keep you as my prayer. A winning combination. Yes, Lord, let us run to win by hearing and doing the word of God. Let me speak a blessing. Uh, hallelujah. May the grace of our God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us all henceforth and forevermore. Let the church say amen. God bless you. Go in peace, my brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name we pray.